Hello, beautiful ladies and gentlemen. This is your one and only host, uh, Patience Labani, uh, all the way from Bloemfontein. So today I'm going to bring you a short poetry reading. Um, it's my own work, my recent work. Um, and I hope that you guys stick around to have a proper listen and enjoy and if you have any comments uh please leave them in the comment section otherwise you can find me on instagram noxy nerd or facebook patience labani um so stick around for the rest of the show and uh, i hope that you enjoy the track that i'm about to play you um it's um pip malay's own version of um what is that song? Oh my god, I can't believe that. Uh, I thought it's by Otis Redding. I know that it was by Otis Redding. Um, but enjoy the track. Oh, she may be weary. Young girls, they do get weary. Wearing the same old jaggy dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, but when she gets weary, try a little tenderness. Nah, 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 nah. You know she's waiting, just anticipating things that she'll never. Never, never pauses But while she's there waiting To ride a little tenderness That's all you got to do It's not just sentimental, no, no, no Her greed and care But the soft words They all spoke so gentle yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it easier Easier to pay You won't regret it, no, no Some girls, they don't forget it Yeah. 
Ntiruwe. Hobaya haona kwa ifitile. Ompeto tziziki tziki toto sama hobaya rato la hao. Hake unaha na kifero hadibiti. Onyaro sapelu ya ka onyula sokola la ka ufere samo ya waka. Hake na enke hotakale tatamola bushukubongu tuisi zembona. Ke urati liki saruta apelu ya ka hotoba maikudwa bushukubabu pelo waka. Jolo ka pewe sobile mo hatla wa ichala mi sifenya bonono vaka. Ke urati lekelele kharebele hoana kituta ngoba mosadi. Wampele panyeza kafuma na kile wahao. Ka urata jolo ka sehole atu nkuka jolo ka sona. Ke ujale tibete ya mehala ditwe kitaparo katoba mele bo khabaning. Mese usika utabisa wa hosefeleng. Haki wubona khatine ima ataka maratzebe. Ate wena hao mpona one ubona tlata samo hao. Lakale rato was a way by for you to get by. I loved you ceaselessly and you loved me conditionally. It is you whose love made me feel like love is unpaid love. I interned for you while you were loving someone else on my time. I wish I could take it all back. But it gave me strength and wisdom to know that love... Is with condition and your heart is not for everyone. Where I live, there's a fence dividing two neighborhoods. This fence is made up of barbed wire and an infinite amount of men that stretch as far as the railroad itself. These men carry guns and a little thing we call privilege. It gives them opportunity and advantage. Now I'm on the other side of the fence, of course, forever wondering why neighborhoods so close to each other they could almost kiss have to be so part, so apart, it takes me three minutes to walk from mine to the other. My neighborhood has no street names. Nobody could find you even if you needed an SOS. You just have to hope the neighbor is lucid enough to hear you and willing to help. Now my cousin like once told me that he made it to the other side of the fence. He said he said it was in broad daylight and he was walking with his Mkulu who presented something like a book with his picture to one of the men. He knew Mkulu. He said they crept through a hole on the fence and didn't use the gate, which was amazing because there was a gate. I wanted to believe Lucky, but if you know my cousin, you too would be a skeptic of his tall tales. I asked him what he saw, bright-eyed and unwilling to miss a moment. He described many things, my Lucky, even the candy shop with magic candy that changed color when you swelled it in your mouth. That, of course, should have had my attention, but no. It was the paved streets that had me. 
the paved streets with the street names like he couldn't pronounce, the cars that delivered food and groceries to your gate, the gates that were remote controlled, the tall fences that offered no peep into the other yard. In that moment, I realized why folks from my neighborhood dressed up and put on personalities when visiting the other neighborhood, why they brushed up on their English and Afrikaans, why Uncle Steve smiled so brightly but the light in his eyes dimmed, unlike when he's telling his jokes, they were dressing up for humiliation. They had to work to be humiliated. I would go and sit at the train tracks, just overlooking the fence. I imagined myself boarding the train, escaping both these neighborhoods. One took from the house, the other took from the soul. Weave, verb, to carefully interlock pieces of fabric or items at a right angle, forming a pattern. I've come to realize that in the bigger scheme of things, you and I are abiding in each other's lives. No matter how far apart we travel from each other, we are merely choosing the long route home. We are simply delaying the gratification of being in each other's arms. We are gathering wildly and with both ease and intensity the experience that will have us finding that we are good enough for each other. Perhaps we are not good people. Perhaps that's what draws one to the other, the lichen and the holy gin, myth and magic. It would be remiss to reiterate respectfully and resoundingly that you were a happenstance, a moment in time that I stumbled upon, a moment that at first defied logic, but then wove itself delicately into the fabric of my understanding that it was the only thing that made sense, rendering all prior forms of knowledge chaotic. Now I do not write poems like I used to, instead I tell stories, bending metaphors and stretching euphemisms like a skilled alchemist. I unweave a word until it becomes all that's splattered across pages. You, you did this to me. Believe me, I am not complaining at how you pontificated into my heart. It seems all too calculated from your side for me to perceive it as just luck. It just cannot be. The intensity of what you have given me changed my prior ill-conceived definition of love. You invited me to the sacred table of honor with your ancestors, calling me your true and final love. My dear, I wept. I felt myself becoming a whole. All those times when you said you were praying for my healing, it took a while for someone like me to understand what that means. I always expected God to look like blinding light and sound like lightning, you know, something frightening. Little did I know, here she was, a woman who gives sight, whose touch is tender and life-giving. I don't write poems. Perhaps I don't really write stories. I merely speak and I come to be and it's all because of you.
Her flower was for lips that not only want to taste, but devour. She, over a hundred kg, melanin, begging nothing but curves, thighs, and a heaven that will make you sing hallelujah. Believe the prophets when they tell you, God is a black woman. She wears the seven stars on her neck like pearls. Everything about her makes a man space out. She's a drug that should be taken with abandon because once you partake of her, you will lose all your senses. Aphrodite with her aphrodisiac ways, never seducing, just simply being. She will take you to church, teach you all the ways to worship her. Right at the altar, she will make you her offering. After cleansing you with her water, she will show you all the ways to sin into hell just to please her. Some say she's the devil with her cunning ways, her snatched waist, her chocolatey derma, a doxy of the olden, but I say, God is a black woman. She will teach you all the letters in Sanskrit, make you spell them out just to call her out. She's turned on by mouths that have taste for history. Her tastes are singular. Her way of eating is not regular. She does not consume. She does not devour. She completely wipes out. Believe the shamans when they tell you, God is a black woman. Color me black. Color me tone and texture. Color me bright eyes and a wide smile. Color me them. Color her red wine. Full-bodied as it drips down from between her cherry lips as she kisses my cherry chapstick. Sending me forth as I softly moan. The force is you. Her and I eclipsed into each other's souls. And ever since then we have done nothing but eat each other out. And I wonder... How can something be fully sating and at the same time leave you with a hunger, unwilling a belly, bottomless hunger, undescribable hunger made up of pure lust and unrelentless torture? She has become the moon to what was once my calm ocean. When I'm riled up, she walks effortlessly into the war zone that is my mind and turns it once more into Switzerland. She picks up all the framed paintings and hangs them up on the wall. I have never felt a more kinder, more gentler, more soothing love to the soul. She's the top to my deck, the six to my nine, the hand to my arm. What she does to me is God's intended truth and the devil's torture. She's my uninterrupted moment of happiness that stretches longer and wider than my black skin. And I don't have to hide her within my walls of shame or ceiling of scars. In her eyes, you will see me unfold into my former lives as I begin to understand the etymology of my pain. Love unselfish heals even one such as I. Into my eyes, you will see the terrible, the beautiful, the savage that I'm willing to do to keep her alive. It is because of her I've learned that I can be a lover and a fighter because every day I fight to keep my lover. This, in poetry, we call passion.
that brings us to the end of our show ladies and gentlemen i really hope that you indulged you enjoyed um so the the song that i played for you was pip millay um her own remake of um try a little tenderness by otis reading which is a very beautiful song um i have heard multiple uh, remakes of it but this one really resonates with me um so the next song that i'm going to play for you that's going to close our show is by daniel castro i'll play the blues for you hope you enjoy and have a beautiful night
big star 